welcome to Travel Tuesday Happy Hour, where we interview dope people doing dope things from around the world. And today I want to talk to you guys about season two. Season two has been an amazing experience. We've gone literally around the world and then back. And so I really hope you guys enjoy the show. And don't forget to subscribe, like, and you know what? Go ahead and click that notification button so that you'll know when the episodes drop. Alright, peace. What's going on, Travel Fam? If you ever thought about starting a podcast, check out Anchor. Anchor is free. Anchor will provide you tools to record and edit your podcast from your phone or your computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast to multiple streaming platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Everything you need right in one app. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. In, yeah, in a way, it's, it's kind of better to stay in a hotel. You know, you're chilling, you're, you're on vacation, you don't want to be bothered. But if, you want, if you're like backpacking, if you're on a low budget, if you want to explore more, I would say go in a hostel. Welcome to Travel Tuesday's Happy Hour, where we interview dope people doing dope things. Today, I have a guest. My brother, tell, tell us who you are and what do you do. Hey, um, thank you very much for having me. My name is Jean Gardi Millian. Um, I'm from Haiti. I am 22 years old, and uh, now I'm living in Chile now. Um, Chile. Chile? Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. So from Haiti to Chile, how did that work out for you? Well, um, it worked out, out pretty well, I would say. Um, I was like, uh, I was 17. So uh, like I, I traveled with my mom and like my other, my sisters. So we, we just decided to move because, you know, uh, like things are pretty tough uh, in Haiti now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I actually have a cousin and a younger uncle of mine that lives in Chile now. So because oh, apparently the, the migration is from Haiti to Dominican Republic, from Dominican Republic to Chile. To, to, so, to Chile. Yeah. Actually, actually that's um that's how it went for me too. Because I I spent a year in Dominican Republic studying before that, and then after that we we just decided like, okay, um, Chile has like, as a open and they needed like, um, like there was more opportunity for outsiders to, to, to work. And uh, it was easier. Also the education is like better than, uh, you know, in the Caribbean and uh, then uh, Dominican Republic and even Haiti, uh, I would say. Interesting. So, can I ask you a question? Did you so on ton compile haitien, you voyez Timonio Dominique um Saint-Domingue pour l'école, mm-hmm. right? Um yeah. they send a lot of the Haitians send their kids to the Dominican Republic to school because it's better. Um were you did you grow up in that school system and then moved over to Chile or um did you do that one year, learn the language and then move to Chile? 
yeah, I, I, um, the first one, for example, I was in Haiti, like normal studying and everything, but then they sent me to, uh, the Dominican Republic with my sisters, uh, to just to go study, like to finish university, like finish, uh, the, uh, you know, uh, high school and then go to college. My sisters were, was, um, they were like then in college, uh, but I was still in high school. But then again, after a year, uh, we just decided uh, to move. So it was good for me because then I knew the language. So <laughs> when go, I came here, it was easier for me like to just, you know, go and um, get used to it and just like, you know, uh, start growing and, you know, uh, the experience from the Dominican Republic made it better for me in a way. Okay. So, um, and I'm going to go between languages just because I want to make you feel comfortable during this conversation. Yeah. And at the same time, just, you know, add a little culture to the conversation, right? So, yes, um, Okay, so it's that's interesting because not being your favorite language to learn, to learning it and now moving to a country where you're almost kind of stuck having to learn, uh, having to speak it all the time. That's that that level of immersion really helped you learn the language and kind of appreciate it because now it's your new way of life, right? Exactly. Like when I when I got there, it was like, um, well, I, I don't have no choice. I got to speak it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so from there, I went like uh, you know, uh, learning and practicing. Okay. So, so let me ask you a couple of questions. So, your first actual trip was to the Dominican Republic, or did you go somewhere else before going to the Dominican Republic? Yeah, my first like, yeah, it was to the Dominican Republic. So what was that like? Did did so um, the first time I went from Port-au-Prince to Saint-Domingue, I took a bus all the way through. Like, what was your experience like? So okay, um, I I kind of have a map, uh-huh. <laughs> like to, um, Haiti and the Dominican Republic in my head. So I'm just uh-huh. gonna explain it and see if it can make sense. So Muffet okay. Ilalash. Um, so basically, okay. I, I was born like in the south. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when you come from Ilavash to go first, okay, you need mm-hmm. to take a boat to go. Oh, there. wow! Oh, wow! So, first, okay, you take a boat. <laughs> <laughs> we went to uh, okay, there in okay, we have like um, we have a like a home, so we stay there for uh, like a couple of weeks, then we mm-hmm. drove to uh. Uh, Port-au-Prince. Mm-hmm. So from Port-au-Prince, we dro- we spent two weeks in Port-au-Prince. Then we went to Ocap. Oh wow! Spent- what? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we, we had we had to go to the like uh way all over the island because oh, wow. because the I, I think at that time the border 
from um, the I mean, all the borders were, was closed, but mm -hmm. we needed to 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 cross uh, the border from At the northernmost part, right? Yes. So it was like okay. it was like better for us, and we had we I mean we had people from like all over the island, so we didn't okay. have problem to like uh, stay for two weeks or stay for a week. So we got stay it, in uh, in uh, Okap for about uh -huh. two weeks. And then we we went back. We, I mean, we drove to to the Dominican Republic. So I was there already. So we had a house already. So in, when we go to the Dominican Republic, uh, we spent a month, and then we we came to Chile. Oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah. So like so so being that's your first trip. Like, what are some other trips have you taken? So um, when I came to Chile, well. Uh, the country is big like it's really like oh long the, yes it's really long and <laughs> beautiful like it's amazing mm -hmm. the landscape uh everything i i like I, I like better to go explore so we're gonna if i sell my alela big cities uh right and those things so uh and within chile i travel a lot trying to go to a little town to the beach, uh, to the mountains, or to just go ski, uh, you know, trying those things. And then one of my first, uh, I mean, biggest trip, it was to Bolivia. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. so, okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing, yeah. sorry. Bolivia is like in the north of uh, Chile. So what mm -hmm. I did was like uh, I'm in the center of Chile. There is like mm -hmm. the south and the north. So mm -hmm. I took a plane and go to the north. From that, we crossed the border and drove to a desert. Like oh, wow. five days. I think it was yeah, four four nights in the desert. Oh, wow. Just to like explore the landscape. Uh it was amazing. Uh there was like um uh, is that uh, the one you were planting the flag in? Yes, actually. Okay, you cool. Can find, yeah, the video you can find it on my on my YouTube, YouTube. channel, God's a Million. So yeah, I I saw I saw the like uh, the museum, the flag museum, uh, on like on social media, and I was like, oh damn, I want to do that. I I want I want my flag to be there, you know. And it was exciting because I, I I'm I was working in a in a hotel like hostel, we call it a hostel. So backpacking, and there was like three friends of mine. They say, "Oh, we want to go to Bolivia." I say, "What? Let's go!" We all went there, and it was amazing. It was one of the best experiences I've ever had, like traveling. So. So that being your experience, like what keeps you traveling? Like what makes you want to continue to travel? Well, it's, I mean, it's all the feeling you get from it. I mean, get to know other people, get to know other like culture, uh, speak all the languages, uh, have fun, you know, explore all these like big, uh, big and small world we are living in. At the same time, it's like it's like incredible, man. So, 
having to explore and make those experiences uh that's what keep me traveling i would say we have to meet new people and have to okay. also create content create like uh some amazing videos in uh photography uh that also help others to say oh i want to go i i just want to i just want to go explore you know i want to i don't want to do that too you know like to, to being that's able to motivate others that's one of the things that i would like to that's like. amazing so um so i guess my next question is kind of like how does you know does being haitian give you a different perspective when you travel um having you know lived in haiti gone to school in the dominican republic and then moving to chile um your your life experiences did that give you a a, a different perspective on how you see because I know a lot of people that wouldn't stay at hostels, right? Um, yeah. And social media doesn't show the hostel side of backpacking and traveling the world. And so, you know, how does your background or your experience um, help you? And you're on mute, just FYI. Yes, oh, um, sorry. Uh, there was some background noise. So gotcha. <clears throat> actually, you know, all those experiences, I think it, it kind of uh, prepared me for for, for for all of those, uh, you know, uh, choices. And for example, yeah, as you say, there's many, there are many people that wouldn't stay in a hostel. But mm-hmm. in fact, I'm working in a hostel and I can tell you that's one of the best place you can stay. So, so tell us, so tell us about that because there's a, you know, there's the movie Hostel that went out where people were getting killed in the hostel, right? <laughs> um, there are these pictures of, you know, rat-infested hotels that people are labeling as hostels. Like, put the end to the negative stereotype of a hostel <laughs> right now. So okay. tell us, what are the advantages of being in a, staying at a hostel? Okay, so um, I think... Like, if you can afford to travel, like, luxury, to go in a, like, hotel, do it. But if you want to have fun, and if you are on a low budget, if you want to meet new people, I think a hostel is just like a house. So Mm. you go to a new home, like, where everyone, like, every, in a hostel, everyone is, like, uh, very, very uh, welcoming, and you know, it, you just feel like you are going home, you know. And uh, at night, like sharing with new people, you just in a hotel, you just go and stay in the room, like, but in a hostel, like in the common area, you can just go here and see someone and say, Hey, what's up? How are you doing? Where have you been? And they kind of talk to you, and you say, Oh, yeah, I want to do that too. Oh just let's go you can you can just go in a hostel and um meet meet someone and just speak to it and then spend the rest of the travel or the rest of the journey with them like mm. getting meet those person i think that's the biggest advantage like not just go on the street and, and meet but uh being in the hostel and share all those you know those uh uh, ideas in in right. experience is so it it helps and you know uh 
that's that's how that's my my point of view that's how the reason why i think it's better but you know uh some people um they think it's better to be in a hotel in yeah in a way it's, it's kind of better to stay in a hotel you know you're chilling you're you're on vacation you don't want to be bothered but if you want if you're like backpacking if you're on a low budget if you want to explore more i would say go in a hostel and it will help you not only of the for the budget but like to learn more and experience more that's that's what i think so that's cool because it sounds like you know the hostel will also give you kind of you know with those people willing to share they also give you kind of the tips and trips of the town right where are some good places to eat good food which street vendors to eat from uh which places have like dope excursions that aren't on the the map or you may not find them in like TripAdvisor and stuff like that. So getting in like somewhat of an authentic experience in those different countries. That's kind of dope. That's kind of dope. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. That's, uh, okay. I think that's, that, that's one of the, that's one of the best thing man, to, to do when you're traveling in a hostel. That's one of the, one of the best thing ever. So where is your favorite place to visit so far? So, um, I mean, I would like to visit still Chile. Chile is so big that I still have like some some cities that I want to visit, like in the south. Uh, mm-hmm. There are some like big mountains and uh, you know some volcanoes that I still want to want to experience. I'm um, still think it's pretty dangerous. Yeah, you yeah, like <laughs> especially especially if you're talking about going skiing. Come on, yeah. man. You know what I mean? So, so how was how was your first skiing experience? Uh, my how was your first skiing, skiing experience? Man, <laughs> that was that was good. That was it was dope. Like was it the first the time you experienced time. snow? Uh no, it wasn't the first time I experienced snow, but like uh, because I I had already went to it. But for the ski, um, the first time I had to like take a class about fifteen mm-hmm. about like for about twenty minutes. Um, me and the class, and I was like, the, the the teacher would say, "Okay, you can do that. You do that. You do that, and practice, practice. You will be good." I did it like. One, two time, and he was like, "Oh, I can do that. I can go." <laughs> she was like, "No, don't." And I was like, "I'm sure I can go." And she was like, "Okay, don't go." And I was like, "Okay, I won't go." And she said, "Okay, I'm gonna leave you now. Just practice, make it about like 15 times, and then you can take uh one of the, the, the road to go steep. down." Yes. So mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay." And I, I, I was like with two, two friends of mine. I said, you know what? I'm not going to just do that, do that again. I'm, I'm going down. And they okay, say, I see where this is going. Okay, let's go. But when I was going down, there were like three, three uh, type of road that you have to take. Like uh, beginners and, uh, and also the pros. 
stuff like that. I didn't know I went to the pros. Oh my god! Every time, every time I step on the ski, I just like went goo and fell. <laughs> it was so fun. It was fun, but um, but then the second time was was like better, and I managed it. It was it was cool. But what I what I what I love the most is um, uh, hard school in the in the ocean uh, surfing. Surfing is mm-hmm. better. Surfing is cool. Okay, okay. So, yeah. um, so that's dope. So you still have a lot of Chile to explore. I've never been to Chile, yeah. so I will definitely reach out the next time I'm planning my trip to South America, and make sure I'm like, hey, I need you, Gene, to show me how to get around. Because by you that know, time, we'll know everywhere to go. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Just let you me know. know. And uh, also, like, uh, it, I still want to be in um, South America because South America is so, so big. And I've done, right. uh, like, uh, many different things, different areas, like, different things to explore. Like, for example, you have uh, uh, Peru, uh, Argentina, Uruguay. Mm-hmm. Those, those countries still, they are, like, very great. Colombia as well. Colombia is very, very nice. like it's it's open opening up and the culture also is very fun. Brazil, yep, love yep. Brazil. <laughs> hey, everybody loves Brazil. I, I actually went yeah. to um I went to Cartagena two years ago, and that was a really really dope experience. So um, I do want to revisit because there's a um, I forgot the name of the island off of the coast of um, Colombia. That's like in Columbia. all. It's yeah. It's like all African. Um, it's like an African um, kind of uh, community. But um, I I can't oh, remember wow. right now. And one of my guests told me about it, and she's gonna be mad that I don't remember it. <laughs> um, so I wanna I wanna move shift things over a little bit, right? So one of the things right. that we're experiencing here in the United States is a little bit of civil unrest, right? Around how blacks have been treated um, poorly over at least here, the course of 400 plus years, right? Um, But yet coming from Haiti, um, you and the DR, Haiti and the DR experienced their own little turmoil back and forth, right? Um, Having lived in Haiti and moved to the DR, um, what was that experience like? But because, you know, um it's 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 hit or miss right like you know the fact that your family's been there a long time that you guys have a somewhat of a good rapport but is it as bad as the propaganda that's out there right all Haitians are treated like crap or is it the fact that you know some people are treated a certain way and other people are treated another way because it's it's hard for us to tell with the media only putting out the negativity right yeah. Um, well, I think it's 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 like all based on the experience one has. Like for mm-hmm. example, once when I was in the in, in, in the DR, it was um, it was it was hard. Like being Haitian, it was yeah. uh, it was tough. You know, even even being a student was like uh, like you know the in back. I think always they are always in in, in like fighting. There the, there are always those things going on, 
And once I was there, like uh, you would see, and that's when I learned it's very important to know who you surround yourself with. Like it's very, very important. That's how you're gonna, you're gonna, um, you're gonna be treated. Like you treat, they gonna treat you uh, based on who they are. Like not really based on who you are. So you mm-hmm. you you surround yourself with good people. So uh, and the and the DR it was uh first it was hard. Like uh, you know you can be walking in the street and they be looking at you like you know. You know how they are, so right, right. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's they know you're Haitian and they don't want you here. So that's mm. uh, that's that's kind of a thing. But when, for example, at school, uh, I'm I'm pretty good at, at school. So they the, like the student would would be like, uh, "Oh, man, you're too good. You, you should be Dominican. You, I mean, you should if if they if they give you the like." Uh, the nationality, would you take it? And I was like, uh, uh, no, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so, so somehow, uh, some people would treat you some way, but others would still be, uh, um, be like, uh, very, very proud of you and very, uh, grateful to have you, uh, around them. So it's okay. like, uh, it's like a, a it's, fight. It depends on where you are yeah, and, and who you're around, like you said. Exactly. So, so now in the street, in like wherever you go, if you don't know someone and the way they look at you, and if there is something bad, like they treat everyone bad, like Haitian. Mm-hmm. If you're Haitian, well, they treat you bad. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and here's the other thing, right? Um, you know, there is this misconception that um, Dominicans don't look like you or me, right? They don't have our skin color. They don't have our skin tone. They don't have our facial features. So being, having lived in the DR, and we're going to move over to your experience in Chile, is like, is it is it easy to identify a Haitian person versus a Dominican as far as a darker complexion? Or is it like, we're gonna wait till this person speaks, then we can start judging. Uh, being being in Chile? No, being in the Dominican. Oh, um, some. I mean, I would say sometimes they they would wait on you until you speak, like mm. sometimes, but like not most of the time, because okay. they also have like a you know some difference. Some mannerisms, the way they yeah, the way they walk and move. Okay. Exactly. So it's you know it's a whole different country. So it's a whole different culture and a whole different uh, the way they 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 do things. So yeah, okay. some but somehow they they would wait for you until you speak so they can they can. So moving from from Dominican Republic and how you're treated there to Chile, what what is it? Is it the same thing or is it two different worlds for you? Um, whew, that's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I mean, for me, that first experience, I, I would say that um, prepares me to, to what to come, uh, let's say. For example, here, um, surround myself with, you know, people that I know, uh, really, really good, or uh, mostly student, and 
not people from the street or you know not like uh mm-hmm. you know uh so that way i know how how i'm going to be treated because okay. i i want i want to be treated with respect and i want to mm-hmm. be treated uh you know just as a human being yeah, because that's what i am so but yeah. you but you won't i mean uh being in the street or just walking by uh you will find some 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 guy or like crazy drunk people that will say oh go to your country man no no mm-hmm. so okay. you, you will find that that's a that, that happened to me like oh, but wow. not not like a often or or not to say that oh that's a bad country no Gotcha. Like I gotcha. know, I know a lot of people that are like really helpful and really, you know, like they are willing to to do anything for you. you know? Gotcha, gotcha. So cool. I mean, yeah, I appreciate yeah. that because because I, I I don't think a lot of people understand because um, there's two so many different stories on how different cultures receive us as the African diaspora, right? And um you sharing that means a lot because it gives people perspective um not good not bad but just your perspective um because yeah. at the end of the day this is all about your experience um course, and yes. so i appreciate you for sharing that now i'm going to shift over to now covid right um when did so you were still you were in chile when covid kind of came about or when it became yeah. a big pandemic right Yeah. Oh, I was I was still in Chile, but still had to plan. I, I was like planning <laughs> and go like, you know, take take some time off and just go go around. Uh, but then so, it happened. It's just like So how, how did how did Chile handle it? How did <clears throat> how did you guys handle it? Because there's not a lot of information on how a lot of different countries handled the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I'm gonna follow up with how is it today. So how did they handle it? So actually, um, I would say they they kind of handle it pretty good comparing to other country in South America. Uh, okay. Because if you like, if you compare uh, Chile with uh, the way they handle it with the way the Brazilian handle it, I would say Chile handle it pretty. Well pretty well because um well at first they started to uh you know only um at the borders you know trying to to Im- implement uh mm-hmm. new new technologies at the hospitals and uh, also uh closing some areas for example now in the capital like I'm I'm in the capital what they do is like uh, let some um would call province they mm-hmm. will open some open up some uh part of the city and close mm-hmm. others like okay if they if they if they feel like oh this part of the city is having a lot of uh cases okay. so uh, we're just gonna close it down and okay. probably let it close for for about uh you know one month two months as long as it takes actually right where i am now we are we are still uh in lockdown we i can't oh, go wow. out yeah i can go out oh. if i if i want to go out now i have like to i need a permission i can take it two times a week 
and it only I can only spend three hours outside, and it's only for to go get buy something or to go to the supermarket or just to go walk a dog for thirty minutes. You know, oh, wow. they 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 like they put like a whole system to just uh, try to handle it. But still, you know, uh, something. Even though, even though you you do so, you, they they take some decision. It still help, but mm-hmm. still affect a lot. Okay, so they did a good job, kind of compartmentalizing the different parts of the city, because yes. if if one area, because I mean, you know, I mean, you hear the mess that we're dealing with, right? They open things up and they gotta shut it right back down again. Just because people want to be foolish and not follow, you know, just wearing a mask in public or wearing a mask to the supermarket. Um, so I want to get off the sad stuff um, and um, just kind of move over to you gave us some tips about how hostels are beneficial. Right. Um, for someone that's just interested in traveling, tell me, um, just give us a tip as to like what's one thing that you would say was for you and we're just talking about your experience right what was one thing that helped you in making decisions to travel well um well i would say if one of the advice i'm gonna give like uh, everyone it's just like you know stop buying things that you don't want and buy a plane ticket that's Mm. that's the first thing like just stop buying things you don't need or want Oh, you okay, got gotcha. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't buy things I don't want. <laughs> All right, right. So stop buying, stop buying things you don't need and buy a plane ticket. Okay. Yeah. So like take your money and if you want to travel, if you, if that's something that you want first, like start uh on saving, you know, saving money. That's uh, one of the of the best necessity. And then I would say always kind of don't be afraid it's all gonna be fine like it's a big world i know it's a a dangerous world too i know but uh don't overthink don't overthink it i used to do that i I mean i used to do that a lot and i'm i still kind of do it to overthink (laughs) and see like what if i do that what if that happened that can happen but at the end when you just go for it you just do it Nothing happened. You see, nothing bad happened. And even though, even though something bad happened, and you'll still count it, count it as a, you know, that was a, an experience. And if I did that wrong, I won't do it again. But uh, I think it's in every way. But if you wanna, if you wanna travel, don't overthink. You see a place that, or there is a friend. That you say, oh, hey, let's go. Or you see that place and you say, okay, you know, I want, I, I want to just visit that that place. Don't overthink. Don't think about, oh, I'm gonna be there. Or are they gonna kill me? Well, mm. just go for it. Just go for okay. it because it, the experience count and oh. the way the you 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 need to also find why you're doing it. For example, I just want to explore and having memories, you know. Mm-hmm. At the end, it's just the the memories that count. Uh, so okay. I think it, uh, yeah. So I think just, that's great because, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's great because, um, you know, uh, a lot of people, like you said, overthink the process and 
instead of buying the flight, you know, um, at a hundred dollars, they think too many times. And then next thing I know it's at $300 and they miss out on a good trip. So mm. tell us, you know, where people can find you, what you have going on. Um, we talked about your YouTube channel um, earlier, but so tell us where people can find you on social media, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, well, for example, on, on Instagram, I am like Dodie Million. Uh, this is uh, my name. And uh, well, in Facebook, I don't have a pay like a Facebook like page, you know, to uh, like business page, but like my personal page is like John Dodie Million. You can all, okay. all, always text me if you if you have any question or if you would like to visit Chile and uh, would like some tips, just let me know. And, uh, and remember, he works at a hostel, so he can tell you where the best places in because I'm, I'm assuming all the hostels or people managing the hostels communicate with each other. Right. Yes. Or yeah. no. OK. Yeah. So you can yeah. always recommend somebody to another city in case that you know they need a good place to stay they need a good place to stay yeah definitely we like all almost all the hostels have like a relationship with, with together so awesome. We, awesome anything any cities or any like recommendation just let me know on god million uh for example now lately i, I have uh, going on like I've, I've been taking some photography not like classes but uh but a camera and practicing you know uh staying at home and not much to do so sometimes you gotta keep create creating mm -hmm. so uh like lately i've been like taking uh like a lot of uh shot taking photography mm -hmm. uh so that's that's kind of the only thing that i have uh, going on so you can call me on instagram uh, but the my YouTube channel is kind of stuck now because of the, okay. the you know, we can't, you. We can't, yeah, we can't travel. I, I did okay. it like just for traveling, you know, uh -huh. and uh, just to see if I can go like Haitian, um, like uh, a Haitian that would like to explore or mm -hmm. like to go travel. So just, you know, trying to motivate them and create well, that's, good content. That's dope. That's dope. I, I'm still working on creating a travel documentary for all of my trips. I have all these photos and video and I'm just being yeah. too lazy to put them together. <laughs> so one day, one day, one day, I have a lot, I have a lot of footage to go through, but yeah, I, um, I, I really appreciate to visit to make it to, to <laughs> have those videos shot too. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So I appreciate you for jumping on and, um, yeah, man. Thanks a lot. All right. Thank um, you for the inv invitation. Yeah. Another dope conversation. Keep traveling and stay safe. Until next time. Peace.